0: This is the Steelers standard on Steelers nation radio and podcast on Steelers.com.
1: The Steelers have an absolute terrible schedule as far as strength of schedule is concerned in the NFL. One of the toughest schedules in the NFL, without a doubt Uh, road games this year, against Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Cleveland, obviously. You got the Bills, the Packers, the Chiefs, ouch. The Chargers, ouch. And the Vikings, ouch. Also on the road. Home games are those three teams in the division, obviously, again, uh, including the Bears, the Broncos, the Lions, the Raiders, the Seahawks, and the Tennessee Titans, of course. The Seahawks added into the schedule when the NFL expanded to 17 regular Season games. This is Steelers standing with Tom Offerman, Kevin Gerski, and Jacob Recht. And Although we don't know the week to week status of the schedule so far in the NFL, probably won't find that out until after the draft. We do know who the opponents are and we're going to take a look at each and every single one of them. And guys, we're looking at it right now. One, two, three, four, five, only five of the Steelers opponents <laughs> This year, you can count the Bengals twice, I guess, because they play them twice. Only five of them were under 500 last year, two of which were seven and nine teams in the Chargers and Mm -hmm. the Vikings. So pretty tough sledding as far as last year is concerned when you look at the teams they're playing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of them got too much worse moving into this year. In fact, I think a couple of them maybe got just a little bit better. The only team on that list that I would say maybe got worse was the Chicago Bears at eight and eight. Other than that, I think teams made marginal to significant improvements. Uh, starting in the division, I think it's fair to say that, and it's not easy to say, but you got to take two against the Bengals this year. Yes, I mean, you do. You absolutely, it starts and stops there. You if thought you, you were in last year, but n- exactly. But if you don't take two from the Bengals this <sighs> year, you you can be in some serious trouble. La- last year, you get out to that eleven and zero start, you can afford to start losing a couple games. Yeah. Like that Bengals loss was a terrible upset. Worst loss of the Steelers season last year in my mind, but you still could afford it and come away with the division. I don't think there's any wiggle room with how tough this schedule is and how I think most of the teams are going to look in 2021 that the Steelers are playing on this schedule. So, although the Bengals 4 11 1 last year, I think they're going to improve. I think they could win five or six games this year. Uh- you gotta beat them twice. You you can't be the division team that the Bengals sneak up and take a game from. And, no. And if you want to compete for that wild card or even an outside shot at the AFC North, it starts with sweeping the Bengals, the easiest opponent on your schedule, at least mm. as far as the division is concerned.
2: Yeah, without question. I mean, I do think you need to sweep them because I think there's a, a realistic chance. Um, I'm not saying this is for certain, but I think there's a realistic chance that the Steelers could possibly go 3-3 and in the division. Um, They could split with everybody, and that's not where you want to be, obviously, especially uh, as we laid out with with their their opponents for the regular season next year, or this upcoming year, I should say. It's not easy, um, and, and you need to get as many... I guess for sure wins. There's no such thing as a for sure win, but you need to beat the teams that you are supposed to beat this year now more than ever. Um, you know, and we all know that sometimes the Steelers have a tendency to play down. I mean, goodness, just look at last year. um they played down to Dallas. they played right. down to Washington. Right. they played down to Cincinnati. Right. The list goes on and on. So um, you know, I, I think this year more than ever, I mean, I know there's an extra playoff team, you know that there's seven playoff teams now, but you need to beat the teams you're supposed to beat just to be in the mix for that. Doesn't make it any easier. No, not at all. I mean, and we talk about you know the teams that um, are for sure you know better than they are right now as it stands. There's a there's probably three or four of them on the on the roster on the uh, schedule right now. So uh, yeah, I mean, you have to beat the Bengals twice. You have to you have to w- without question. If you lose a game to the Bengals and you go three and three in the division, oh boy, I mean, you're you're not looking all that great. Um, division-wise, obviously, because you're right. going to be 500 in the division, um, but even more so for the schedule. If you have three losses in your division, that's you know at least one more loss than you thought you were going to have originally.
0: Yeah, I mean, there is no- nothing given for sure in the NFL, and especially this year for the Steelers, you can make the case more so for almost any team just because of the year that they had last year, what's happened in the offseason so far. It just doesn't look good, and now with this The schedule, it's just really, really concerning. I mean, taking a look at it, guys, I mean, are the Bengals the only given wins on this schedule? I'm thinking probably, yeah. Detroit, Detroit, maybe. Maybe. Denver, maybe. I mean, Detroit is probable. Denver is probable. But Denver is on the road, or is— No, they get Denver at home. Okay, I was going to say, because— Ben never wins in Denver. It's just one of those places where he can't seem to pull out a win. I think other than the 05 AFC Championship game, he's won there. Yeah,
1: he never pulls out a win in Denver except for maybe one of the biggest ones in his career. But that came, I mean, that
0: came in year two. I mean, that was 2005. That was now 16 years ago. So, I don't know. But, I mean, if it's at home, so... I'm. Mean, you're looking at maybe four guaranteed wins between Detroit, Denver, and two Cincinnati games, and that's about as far as it goes. And so, yeah, if you want to, if you want to establish yourself in the AFC North, the way to do that is by stacking up AFC North wins. And if you give up even one game to to Cincinnati, you can basically kiss the AFC North crown goodbye. So the four games they have with the Ravens and the Browns.
1: Do you have to win two of those? Do you have to go two out of four against both of those teams? And it could be a combination of you know splitting against both of them, sweeping the Browns in the regular season and getting swept by the Ravens, something like that. So I think two out of four against the Ravens and the Browns is maybe even a little steep. I think you just don't want to get swept by both of those teams. I think you just want to pull away with one win at the very least between those four games against those two teams. And, obviously that'll put you in the rear view mirror as far as the division race is concerned but if you can scratch out another one of those wins like we said you expect to sweep the Bengals. that's two you get to three wins by beating the browns or the ravens at least once and then you take care of business against the broncos and the lions at home That puts you at five wins right there so you'll have an outside shot at winning a couple games and getting to the playoffs but you know If they really want a good shot, a good solid ground to get into the playoffs, you go two out of four against the Browns and the Ravens. But I just think that it's a tough matchup for the Steelers, both of those teams this season. And I think that they'd be lucky to win maybe just one of those.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good point. And and I mean, I will say this. I think the um, the positive, I guess, is that the division is getting a lot tougher. So you would think that that would mean each team is going to beat up on each other. Oh, that, good point. Yeah. You know that would that you would think that. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know, I don't, maybe, I don't know if it would happen, but maybe 500 does win the division depending on tiebreakers and things like that. Mm. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but you know, I'm just saying that there's a possibility for that, you know, say the Ravens sweep the Browns and then the Browns sweep the Bengals and lose one to the Steelers, whatever it is. Um, I I don't know. I I think there's, there's possibilities that that could happen, but I mean, I don't know at the very best, I, I don't see the Steelers being better than four and two in the division, I, you know what oh, I mean? That's I, that's best that's, case that's scenario. That's best case right. scenario, right? I mean, when you have Baltimore and you have Cleveland who are obviously getting better, I mean, you know, they might take one of each from each other. They probably will take one from each other. That would make, you know, that would make for them, you know, not only do you have to sweep Cleveland if you're Baltimore and Cleveland, um, you have to sweep Pittsburgh almost at that point right. too. They're looking I at think Pittsburgh have,
0: as a sweepable
1: opponent. Yeah. You have to go three and three to at least stay alive. Yeah, in that division, you have to go three and three. Yeah, and hopefully two of those come against the Bengals. Right, makes things a little bit easier. Right.
2: I mean that's the hope. I mean you could get one win against everybody and then you know hope that somehow some way someone slips up against Cincinnati as well. But yeah, I mean I think three and three is probably what they're looking at. Um, I mean maybe four and two. Um, and that's best case. But, man, it's an uphill climb just in the division. If it, if you need a description of how hard the schedule is, I mean, you don't really need to look past the division opponents. I mean, you have six games against the division opponents, and I know Cincinnati was
0: 4-11-1, but they beat you last year. Right, and you said hopefully one of the Baltimore or Cleveland slips up against Cincinnati, but I hate to tell you, Kellen, there was only one team in the division that slipped up against Cincinnati. That was Pittsburgh. That was Pittsburgh. And I don't know if... But it could be different next year when
1: the Bengals are a little better. It could be. And but if Burrow's if, healthy. But if
0: if the Ravens get slightly better as we've predicted and the Browns get better as we've predicted, I mean, I don't know if they're going to slip up against this team. I, I just don't know. So say
1: they do go 3-3 three and three against the division. That's the the bare minimum as far as staying afloat is concerned. Then you have to beat the combination of the Bears, the Broncos, and the Lions. You get those three teams at home. Uh, if you go three and three against the division and you win those three games at home, you got six wins on the seasons un- season under your belt. You're absolutely in playoff contention at that point, and you just have to steal a couple games uh, down the stretch to get yourself into the playoffs. But if you drop a game to the Lions, the Broncos, or the Bears at home, that's going to set you behind the eight ball as far as making the playoffs is concerned because – Uh, Not only are they probably the three softest teams outside of the AFC North that the Steelers have on their schedule, but they get all three of them at home, and that's, that's the big deal, because when we get into the road schedule here in a little bit, it's pretty clear that it would be wise to bet on them having a losing record on the road, so... Oh, excuse me. You got to take care of business at home, and you got to do it against inferior teams yeah. like the Lions, Broncos, and Bears. I mean, I'll just say Andy this Dalton too. doesn't scare you. Drew Locke doesn't scare you. And, and Jared Goff, I mean, he's the best out of those three, but
0: now he's in a really tough situation yeah. that Matt Stafford couldn't even figure out. So, <laughs> <Right>. what <what's laughs> is Goff going to do? Quickly about the Bears. The Steelers haven't beaten them since 2005 when Jerome Bettis ran wow. over Brian Urlacher. last time, 05. I'll take the Steelers at home against the Bears. Though. Okay, but you. The Steelers had a home game against the Bears. Uh, what in 2013? I believe it was a Monday night game or a Sunday night game, and the Bears rolled over them.
1: Different Bears team and a different Steelers team.
0: Doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it does
1: matter. The rosters matter. are completely different. I
0: mean, okay, but it was a home game, and you you would assume. Okay, are we going into a time machine and playing the 2013 game over again? Those don't matter. Those games don't saying, matter. I'm just saying. There are certain opponents where the Steelers just tend to drop the ball on. I mean, yeah, and Jacksonville was one of them except the Bear, oh, last
1: year they went down to Jacksonville and beat
0: them. The year the Steelers went 13 and 3 in 2017, I think the Bears went like 5 and 11 or 4 and 12 and one of those wins came against the Steelers.
1: You know what? I'm guaranteeing a win against the Bears now, okay. just despite Jacob right <laughs> okay? Moment. on March on April 1st, 2021. I officially am staking my claim in the fact that the Steelers will beat the Chicago Bears.
0: I'll bet $100 on it right now. Wow. You want to
1: bet $100 on it right now?
0: No, I don't do that. You know I don't do that. You don't want to bet on Andy Dalton? Steelers, you know, people's criticism of this team and of Coach Tomlin is that they tend to play down a certain opponent's, and the Bears could be a trap game. That's all I'm saying. It's possible. But you can't let it be a trap game. You got to get no, those wins. No, I agree. I agree, Tom, and and that was a big you know high mark for this team last year when they went eleven and zero and they played some bad teams like the Eagles, like the Cowboys, even though it wasn't pretty, like the Broncos. Also early on, they were bad teams. They could have been trap games, and the Steelers still won those games. It wasn't until later on when they played the Washington Football Team, the Cincinnati Bengals, where they were bad teams, and the Steelers still lost. So
1: say that. They do take care of business, and they don't fall into their typical Steelers trap. They get to their six wins through three in the division and three against the perceived three weakest teams on the schedule outside of the AFC North. Uh, The the middle-of-the-road teams that they're playing, the Vikings and the Chargers are on the road, and the Vegas Raiders are coming into Pittsburgh. So if you could get two out of those three, Take care of business at home against the Raiders. A big theme here is take care of business at home against teams that you should be. And the Raiders are one of those teams as well. It's a lot closer than the Bears in my mind as far as the talent level between the Raiders and the Steelers are concerned. I think those two teams are a little bit more comparable. It's a little bit of a tougher game, but I think I like the Steelers in that one to beat the Raiders at home. So you get to your seventh win there, and then if you can split one on the road against the Vikings and the Chargers... And get to your eight wins then all of a sudden you just need to pull an upset off from one of the big dogs that you're going up against but the problem is those games are pretty much all on the road so if you can take care of business split between the Chargers and the vikings win against the raiders and beat the bears broncos lions including going three and three in your division that's the road to the playoffs for this team or at least the road for being alive for a playoff spot and being in that hunt but If you go on the road against the Chargers and the Vikings and drop both of those games and and you pull the Steelers and and lose to the Bears at home or or lose to the Raiders at home or you go less than 3-3 and in that division, you're you're in a lot of trouble because the teams we're going to talk about in a minute here, these are teams that are pretty much – it's going to be a loss unless you pull some things off.
2: Yeah, and I mean I think that's a really good point by you and I think that's a good illustration of how – How tough this schedule really is. I mean, even the bad teams, the quote unquote bad teams can give you fits. I mean, um, you know, how lucky are the Steelers this year to not be playing in Denver? That game is so Mm -hmm. much different now because you are playing it at home. Um, But yeah, I mean, when you look at it, it, any of those scenarios happen, Tom, like if you don't go three and three in the division, you go two and four, or if, you know, you drop one, you know, a game that you should win all of a sudden that game becomes super important, and one game could, you know, really screw up the rest of the year, right. and it could really keep you out of the playoffs. I mean, like I said, I know that there's an extra playoff team this year, and or there was last year, and there will be moving forward. But um, I mean, if you use last year as an example, I know that it's probably the outlier. But what the, the Colts were ten and six, and they were a wild card team. Um, you know, it's probably not going to be that way every Uh-oh. year. Um, but if you use last year as an indication, you know, if that scenario
0: happens, you it's can gonna kiss to be it crowded, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be crowded. And sometimes, you know, it depends on the Steelers' the year. You know, sometimes they're the team when they play up against, when they face, you know, middle of the pack teams and better teams, better than average teams, they're the team the Steelers are to kind of play up to their opponents and they don't shy away and they don't say, we're we're just going to roll over and take this one as a loss. No, they don't do that, and it depends on what what type of team we see this year. And the Raiders, you know, it, it's weird. They had a very weird season last year. They started, I believe, six and two, and finished eight and eight, or something like that, or maybe even seven and nine. Just not not the season. Beat and the Chiefs, beat the Chiefs, of course. But I think that came in that six and two start. Yeah, uh, well, but they
1: took them down to the wire too in the other game. They, they did. did.
0: They absolutely did. But be, down the stretch, they weren't really the same team. And I'm blanking on the guy that they brought in, the running back to pair with Josh Jacobs. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Drake. I don't think he's going to be much of a. Didn't they beat the Chiefs and then lose to the Falcons the very next time? Yeah, league? they did. I, I think. think so. That's yeah. just a statement. That, or that's just a, a team that. The, the perfect encapsulation of, of that of that team and of that season. Right. Because the Falcons were. I think, among the worst teams last year. They
1: were, but they're one of those worst teams, kind of like the Texans, where they're dangerous enough where they've got enough talent to beat you if you're not on your P's and Q's. And I think that that stems from Gruden not being as good as a coach as people think and Mm -hmm. the Raiders just being able to get up against the Chiefs because, oh, it's the Chiefs, it's our rival, and they're the best team in the NFL. But then you get that letdown the next week against Mm -hmm. the Falcons because it's like,
0: man, it's the Falcons
1: at 1 p.m. Who
0: really cares? I don't think it was a letdown either. I think it was like a... 40 point loss. No, they or got something. destroyed. Yeah, by like 42 to nothing
1: or 42 to 3. If they walked into that game with the same mindset they had against the Chiefs, they probably pull off that win. Right. It's just a fact of Gruden's probably not that good of a coach and that they're just not Overly confident. They're just yeah. not a disciplined
0: team. That's yeah, so I could see the Steelers beating the Ravens, I really could. I think Raiders you mean? What did I say? Ravens. The Raiders, sorry. I could see Tomlin out-coaching Gruden easily, easily. and then when it comes to the other two Flip flopper or, or coin toss games, and uh, I'm looking at the Vikings Chargers one to win. Vikings.
1: I'm looking at that one to win, and I'm circling that one to win just because of the West Coast nightmares that the Steelers have. Although yeah. when they went to LA last time to play the Chargers, they crushed them with Duck at quarterback. Yeah, but, Duck beat them. So yeah. you're saying between the, but they also, the Chargers
0: and Vikings game, you're you're saying the Vikings? I would circle is that one, one as the likely. one to be like,
1: go and win this one.
0: Um, because I think the Steelers have never had a problem beating the Chargers. Now that was with Philip Rivers. I don't really know what the Steelers will look like against Justin Herbert. But also, I mean, we remember, it's a different stadium now, but we remember two years ago when it was Duck Hodges starting a quarterback against L.A. when they were in, I believe, their soccer stadium because they hadn't yet what I'm moved saying, into yeah. SoFi. It was Steelers Nation Los Angeles out there. So I don't really know if, I, if I'm if i that afraid of the Chargers just because overall, even if they have SoFi Stadium, you're still going to see, and if it's not covid you know, with a a full stadium or maybe even 75%, you're going to see more Steelers fans than you will see Chargers fans. So that could easily help them. So I'm looking at the the Chargers game as the more likely win between the Chargers and Vikings. Because you like the Vikings, right? You think they're great? No, I just think the Steelers could, could have, like, a home field advantage type situation against the Chargers. Eh, Steelers have home field advantage anywhere they go. Steelers Nation, baby all up in your face. I actually don't I actually see all three of those wins or games as possible wins. Not so much Ugh, I we can't I, do this though. We can't get on the optimism I, would, train. I would I would say like not guarantee like 85 90 but at least 60 65.
1: I mean if you sweep those three, you're in a really good spot yeah, in you, the are. you are at that point. But If the chips fall where we think they're going to fall, you split those two road games, Chargers and Vikings, you beat the Raiders, you take care of business against Lions, Broncos, Bears, and and you split the division three and three, you're at eight wins. And that's flirting with a playoff spot right there. It is. I I think nine wins will probably get you in. Miami didn't get in with ten. Miami didn't get in with ten. I really feel like that's going to be the outlier and not the norm, though, when it comes to this seventh team in the playoffs. I think you're going to see more – like you did in the NFC more often than not, where a team like the Bears at 8-8 eight and
0: eight might sneak in the back door or something like that. But before we hit on the really tough games, do you want to just really quickly look at the teams? I mean, I see Buffalo, Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, Tennessee, Kansas City, that's six. I mean, right there. Chargers, you, Colts, Raiders, Steelers. Chargers, Colts, Ra- New England. New
1: England. It's a crowded field. It's for really sure. crowded. But the fact that it's so crowded might – like Kellen said with the division, in the conference, teams might beat up on each other and keep their records down a little bit, which could be a saving grace for the Steelers. Could be. But So nine wins is probably flirting with the playoff spot. Do you
0: think ten wins is the lock? Is, is the lock if you get, to get ten, in? you I should think probably get in. If it's ten, it's a fluke if you don't get like in like the Dolphins Miami. last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I still think nine isn't a lock
1: either. So if the chips fall like we've said they would at this point, they're at eight wins. We haven't talked about the big dogs on the schedule yet, though. Mm. Uh, they go to green Bay, they go to Kansas city and they go to Buffalo. I think those are pretty safely assumed to be three losses right there. Uh, Buffalo probably being the one that I have maybe the most confident in them going in and pulling off a victory. uh, I think Buffalo is still maybe the worst out of those three teams that I just listed. I don't see them beating Patrick Mahomes in Kansas city. I just don't think they have the offense to keep up with him and, Although I love their defense, I just don't think it's possible to shut down that Kansas City offense for an entire 60-minute football game. Uh, Green Bay, kind of the same situation. Aaron Rodgers in the regular season is an absolute monster, especially when he's at Lambeau Field. So I would pick the Packers. More talented team, too. And, and again, in that same vein, they're going to put up points against the defense no matter how good they are. So. Is the offense able to keep up with them? I just don't know if that's the case. And kind of similar in Buffalo, you don't have the faith in Josh Allen that you do in the other two guys, but he's still a damn good quarterback. And that's a team that's probably going to improve this season and is absolutely trying to put themselves in a pairing with the Kansas City Chiefs as the top two dogs in the AFC. Without a doubt. I I would say that those three right there, you got to take care of business in the other games we talked yeah. about because I think I would chuck all three of these games up for a loss. Packers, mm-hmm. Chiefs, and Bills. Yeah, I think that's all fair. All on the road.
2: Yeah, I mean, and that's the biggest kicker
1: right
0: there is it's that safe. they're all. And you got
1: to remember, fans are going to be back. So. Right. 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 Goodell is hoping for full stadiums.
0: But right, that doesn't yeah. help with the, with the, the Green Chiefs, Bay the Packers, or, yeah. or the Bills. Yeah, those are yeah, three yeah. wildly three them,
2: right,
1: massive home field advantage right.
2: stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, th- those are, are definitely going to be tough, and those are the three like that you look at that are like, yeah, th- these are probably the most um, sure losses that you have. I mean, I know there's no such thing as a sure thing, but um, you know, when you look at those three games, and especially with them being on the road, um, those are those are three really tough ones. And if, for all the points that you said, I don't know if you can keep up with Green Bay. I don't know if you can keep up with Kansas City, and I don't know if you can keep up with Buffalo. Um, so I guess the point that we're making here is like. You have to win your coin flip games. You have to win your toss up games. You have to beat, you know, the Titans. You have to probably beat Seattle. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's we
0: what didn't, I'm, we I'm talking at. about those two. Well, well that's, what, what, I'm two get, we, that's what, we what I'm getting at
1: here right now. The playoffs might come down to Seattle two? and Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. It might come down to those two games. Yeah. Seattle, maybe less so because it's an NFC team. But, but it could Tennessee, help you, you could be fighting for that six, seven spot with right. Tennessee. You could be. And you beat Seattle and Tennessee and everything else falls like we predicted here. You're going with the 10 win season. You're going yeah, 10 uh-huh. and seven on the year. And I think that that probably sneaks you in. Yeah. I mean, I think it probably
2: does. But can uh, you win both of those games? and yeah, tough. tough. Tennessee. I mean, I know really that you've tough. beaten Tennessee and I know some people are probably listening to this saying, Oh, they've beaten Tennessee. They've uh, Tennessee. Beat them last I have confidence year. in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think that's probably the more likely of the two that you, you have a chance to win based on track record and hell you beat them last year. Um, but with that being said, um, just because you beat them last year doesn't necessarily mean anything. Is the Steeler sure. team as strong as the one that played that Tennessee team last year? I think you could maybe argue no. Mm. Um, but, you know, I think Seattle is the big one too. Um, you know, the last time that the Steelers played Seattle, yeah, they they played them tough. Um, you know, and Mason Rudolph, that was after Ben got injured. I mean, he right. came in and played tough, but they ended up losing that game, and it was a lot closer than people thought it was going to be So, you know, I don't know. I think, you know, the coin flip games, the ones that are like, you know, just below, you know, I I don't know. I I, I really believe that you're going to have to go on a big run and you have to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. I think that's where we're getting here. You can't afford to slip up. In any way, shape, or form this year, you just can't or you're going to be on the outside looking in.
0: I'm excited to see, you know, we we know the opponents, but we don't know the schedule week by week, week one, two, three, That's and so That's a on. huge thing. A what if huge they got deal.
1: What if they got to go on the road against the Chargers and then they got the Seahawks at home and then they go on the road against the Packers and then another road game against the Vikings? Like yeah. That could and be terrible. What, what or if, what if it's like Bears at home, Broncos at home, then you got the Packers on the road, but then you got the Lions at home right. and the Bengals at home. If Next. you're 5-1
2: and, you're... and one, or 5-2, and two, whatever sure is you know what i mean it's a lot different than
1: being two and th- four or whatever Or maybe you get some of the softer teams at the front end yeah you right. build up some confidence
0: right when you what if you get a tough
1: sledding at the first and you start like one and five you know what i mean yeah yeah and that's and, a death sentence and,
0: and kellen you know i like to bring this up how you mentioned over the past three or four years the december record yeah. is is very on sealers like on ben like on tomlin like and what if you get you know one two of three of the of the chiefs and Packers or, or Bills all in December. I yeah. mean, that, that could spell recipe for disaster right there. And then pair that with a, an obvious di- uh, division opponent because every season ends with a division opponent. So if you're playing the, the Browns or the Ravens in Weeks, I guess, 18 at this point, that could also pair that with two hard games against those two road opponents. It could be a bad December. It yeah. all depends. It, it'll be interesting to see because last year it was a tale of two seasons, but it had nothing really to do against – Or with the actual opponents, it was just the Steelers' performance. So it'll be interesting to see this year, you know, how the schedule takes form. Well, I think it's
1: clear that the season hangs in the balance on the Seattle and Tennessee games as far as the Steelers are concerned if they want to make the playoffs. But you also got to take care of business against those lesser teams because they are few and far between on the 2021 schedule for your Pittsburgh Steelers. On the next episode of the Steelers Standard, though, we're going to take a look at the NFL draft, not particularly from the Steelers' perspective, but we're going to look at the top prospects, kind of look around the first round. The draft is this month. Today is April 1st, so at the end of April, April 29th is the first night of the NFL draft. It'll be here before you know it. What quarterbacks are going to go, where are they going to go, and some other position players, skill players that we think are going to be Big impact guys upon their arrival in the NFL for their rookie season. That's on the next episode. If you want to catch any of our previous Steelers Standard episodes, you can check them out at Steelers.com, or you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify. For Jacob Recht and Kellen Gurski, I'm Tom Opperman. Thank you, as always, for listening. We'll talk to you next time.